highest praise you can give him is hallelujah. The highest praise, listen, the highest praise you can give him is, is hallelujah. No matter what country you go in, they know hallelujah. They may not understand your other words, but you say hallelujah. Hallelujah is a universal praise across all of the nations. The highest form of praise that we can give him. Can we just do it one more time? Just give him a little. Can we give him a hallelujah this morning? Come on, give him the highest, one of the highest praise. Let's do it one more time. Hallelujah. Tell him this morning. Tell hallelujah. 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 The highest praise. You can't. So I'm about backing up a little bit, you know. Just backing up, and I'm gonna share a little bit about about that today. How as I'm backing up and and looking, I, I ain't even told the media team, but I got the the hard drive that they don't even know about. <laughs> I took the hard drive from the church. Hey, by the way, I got the hard drive. If y'all looking for? It. I got the hard drive, and I've been going back, and I'm looking because man, I want to go way back. I'm going back to 2012 and 2011 and 20. I mean, just going all the way. All the way back, and we don't have those on YouTube, so I'm taking it, taking it way back as we do this rerun series, and I seek out what it is God would have me to say. And today's series, today's word is coming from a, a series that we did, How To. And I don't know if y'all remember that, but there was uh, several weeks of how to different things, and how to make your money work, I believe was one of them, just how to uh, series. And so as we were going through that, I just, just thought about life and just how tough life can be. I don't know. I mean, sometimes life can even be rough if you, if you're just being honest. Listen, it's just time to be real. By the way, by the way, if you came in here and you got on all this facade to, to pretend that everything is great and everything's fine, you have showed up at the wrong church. I'm telling you, life is rough and tough. And listen, I believe when you just go on and admit it. Listen, when you go on and admit that this is where I'm at and I know I'm in a rough spot and I know I'm in a tough place, that is when God can begin to do a work. Because that's when God can begin to do it. So just, we want to be real this morning because things are not always easy. Uh, things can be tough. And, and if you're here today and you say, man, everything's easy and coasting just fine, listen, you better hunker down because it's coming. You know the old saying, they say that you either in a storm, you just left a storm, or a storm is, is on the way. So if you're here today and you're kind of coasting and thinking, man, everything's just sunshiny and great, you better hang on. <laughs> I see the clouds. I'm just saying because that's just life. Life has its ebbs and flows. Life has its cycles, and it has its sunshine, and it has its rain. But what I love about it is God's the same. Listen, God's the same in the ups and downs. And, ooh, I think one of them sing the hills and the valleys. Listen, He is the same in the hills and, and in the valleys. But as I look at America, as I turn on the news, and I, you know, I teach high school, and I, I tell the kids I, we have a block that we watch the news. And one day one of them asked me, man, why do we... Watch news, and I'm like, y'all need to keep up news. And none of those kids watch the news. Like, man, my dad watches the news. I remember my dad watched the news. He used to think it was the most boring thing in the world. But I'm, I, I love to watch the, I love to watch the news. And so they're doing computer programming, and so they can put their headsets on and not watch it. But I can, can 
watch the news, but as I watch it, it just seems like things are getting things are getting worse. Listen, I'm not here to depress you or make you feel bad, but I mean, if you just look at it, it's just like, man, how much you know? How much more can eggs cost? I mean, you know, I mean, just, I'm about to buy me a chicken. You know what I'm saying? Or a hen, or whatever. Or lay an egg. I don't know nothing about chickens, but I I figured out. No, I won't, because I don't even eat eggs. But I'm just wondering why. I mean, how much more can things happen? And so I'm not trying to depress you and, and those things. But you know, the Bible says this was going to happen. Listen, the Bible, the Bible told us that these things are to come. Matter of fact, the Bible says as the time for Christ's return is closer. Watch this. Evil and social chaos, I love to read out the Message Bible, will intensify. See, watch this in 2 Timothy. Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, Timothy, listen, evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse. This is what Paul, man, Paul wrote this 2,000 years ago. He says, listen, evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. I just wondered this morning if I have anybody just like you can't catch a break. I mean, I mean you just say, man, man, it just feels like sometimes life is working against me and life's not really working for me. Or maybe you've been like Jacob. I love it in Jacob. I think it's chapter 42 of Genesis. He cried out and said, all these things. All these things are against me. Jacob just felt like that everything was, was against him. Now listen, if that's all you know about Jacob's life, you'd think he was a man of weak times. No, 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 Jacob was strong. And Jacob did some amazing things, and he had some hills, and he had some valleys. But in that moment, he cried out and said, all these things are, are against me. And so I just wonder if I have any folks that feel that way. Listen, I wonder if I have folks that you feel like the devil's got you on speed dial. I'm just, listen, I'm just saying you look in your phone and you had a little favorites list. And I wonder how many of you think, I believe the devil got my face on his phone because he won't leave me alone. Come on, that rhymes. That's good. And just constantly after you and just constantly feeling like you're dealing with one situation after another situation. Feel like he's messing with you everywhere you go. Maybe even messing with your kids. Come on, it might not even be in your household, but it's the household of, of those that you love and wreaking havoc on your family. Or maybe he's deviling in your finances. Listen, you're like, come on, my month's longer than my money. I need some help. I need some, <laughs> I need some help. Well, today I want to give you a practical word. A very practical word on, watch this, how to put the devil to run. Listen, I want to talk to us today about how to get the devil out. Listen, how to get him out, how to get him to, to leave me alone. Maybe you're asking that question this morning. Pastor, what in the world do I do to get the enemy to leave me alone? And listen, I'm convinced that we have it a little twisted when it comes to dealing with, with the devil. Listen, if you hear today and say, I don't have to deal with him, you better watch out. Listen, you better, you better stand guard because the minute you think, listen, the minute think, you think that you don't have to deal with him, you done been dealt. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, the minute you think, man, I got this and I don't, I don't need it. But I want to talk today. Listen, I want to talk today on how to put him on the run. Listen, I want to talk to you today about how to handle him. And if you're here today and you feel like you're up here and he's down there, listen, watch out. Just, just a very practical word on how we're going to put the enemy out. So we got a little twisted because some of you think because you came to church. Yeah, I go to church and the enemy will leave me alone. No, he won't. he just come to church with you. <laughs> I'm serious. He'll just come to church with you. Listen, you ever wonder why church folk can be some of the meanest folk? You see them on that movie? Church folk can be some of the meanest folk. Once they come and they bring the devil with them. I'm just saying. But I'm going to talk to you about how we're going to get him out because we have it twisted. If I go to church, he'll leave me alone. Or if I just show up, no, no, that's not it. He just goes with you. Listen, some of you think if you hang a cross around your neck on a necklace, 
are dangling from your ears. You think that, that way he'll, yeah, he'll leave me alone. Listen, he, just because you towed a Bible, come on. Listen, just because you towed your Bible don't mean that he's going to leave you alone. Listen, it's about getting in that word. This is about eating and heeding and getting in the word. And that's when the enemy will leave you alone. Let me give you one more. Watch this. Some of you just a part-time lover of God. And listen, all those stages right there that I just gave you, listen, is really where the enemy wants you. Every one of those stages, I mean, right there, listen, he wants you coming to church. He's good with that. He's good with you putting your cross on every morning and just thinking everybody sees that, that I'm a Christian and the enemy's going to leave me alone. He's good with you toting your Bible and he's good with you part-time lover. But the question is, how do we make him run? How do we make him flee? How do we get rid of the enemy? And it's in James chapter number 4. James chapter number 4, I want to show you in verse number, verse number 7. The Bible says, Submit. Submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil. And what's he going to do? The Bible says, he will flee. Now, I know we read that, and it sounds very simple, but watch this. It's actually complex. It's very complex. Let me read it to you out of the Message Bible. The Message reads it just a little bit. So let God work his will in you. That's submission. Watch this. Let God work his will in you. Yell aloud, no. Come on. Yay. (laughs) To the devil. And watch him scamper. Say a quiet yes to God, and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. Purify your inner life. Wait a minute. Quit playing the fields. Time out. Hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. This is the message Bible. Get serious. Get real serious. Get down on your knees before the masters. The only way that you'll get on your feet. I'm going to say it again because it sounds really simple when we read the KJV. Submit yourselves there from the God. Resist the enemy and, and he will flee. Submit yourselves there from the God. Resist the devil and he will flee. It sounds so simple, but I'm telling you, it's very it's very complex. Let's not be honest with you. It's hard to get the devil to leave you alone. Let's, let's just be real. It's, 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 very, it's very difficult. So how do we make him run? How do, how do we make him flee? How do we make him get out of the way? Now listen, I want you to get an understanding because if you're not careful, you'll get depressed in the fact that you make him run one time and then he comes back. So let me tell you, I'm not teaching you today how to make the enemy run and stay gone. <laughs> okay, so He's coming back. Come on, pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he coming back. So, so I just want to tell you that because a lot of times, pe- I'm telling you, people get so bent out of shape because they, they believe that, man, I came to church. I did everything right. I submitted to God and he left. And pastor things were going good. And then all of a sudden he came back. Well, that's what the enemy's going to do. Listen, he's going to come back. So I want you to get that understanding today. Listen, you will live defeated if you think that he's going to go and never hit you again. I'm just saying, but I'm going to give you some steps today that I believe is going to help us. Very practical steps today that will help us make the enemy stay away. Let me give you number one. Say number one. Watch this. Do not fight in your own power. Listen, do not fight in your own power. Now, I know that sounds all good and that sounds all evil, but watch out. It's so easy to want to fight in our own power. Listen, it's so easy to want to fight in our own strength. And when the enemy comes your way, you want to handle it your way. Guess what? Don't, don't, don't handle the enemy in your way. I want to caution us on that. Listen, don't fight in on your own power because watch this. He knows your weakness. <laughs> Listen, so when you're fighting in your power, he knows exactly what your weaknesses are. Matter of fact, he is your weakness. Listen, so you cannot fight in your own power because if you fight in your own power, you will lose every single Listen, you'll lose every single time when you fight in, in your power because he knows, watch this, he knows your personal Listen, every one of us have a personal 
weakness. And I know you don't hear that from a lot of pulpits. We'll come in, everything's just great. No, no, guess what? I have personal weaknesses. Listen, you have personal weaknesses. Don't deny that fact. Don't deny the fact because he knows what they are. And then when you don't admit it and you don't use them this, he'll use that weakness against you. He'll use it. I'm telling you, don't, don't, don't think. So often we look at somebody that takes a stage, but man, they got life. And if I could just have life. Listen, you look at their Facebook reel and you think, man, they got the life. I mean, they got, a, they got it going on. Listen, don't ever compare your real life to somebody's real life. You know what I'm saying? R-E-E-L. Don't, don't compare your real life, R-E-A-L, to somebody's Facebook reel. Real life, because it will depress you, and, and you'll think everything is going good for them, and then when the enemy comes your way, you'll feel so weak, but the enemy knows what your personal weakness is. He knows exactly what it is. He knows the niche. He knows the trigger point. He knows exactly what will set you off. He knows, listen, he knows exactly what button to push. Yeah, 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 to get you right where he wants you. Listen, he knows what that personal weakness is. He knows exactly what button to push. And here's the thing, what he pushes in your life may not be what he pushes in be so careful. We look at people and say, oh, they're going through all this. And No, that, that just because it wasn't your button that got pushed. Listen, be careful because he knows exactly what button to push in you. He knows exactly which one. Listen, so you got to be careful not to fight in your own strength because all the enemy has to do is push your button. Listen, he knows exactly what your weaknesses are. He knows exactly, and every one of us have a personal, a personal Weakness, and he'll use other people to do it. Listen, I'm, I, I mean, see, I know a lot of times we, we think the enemy is some, oh, I forgot about this. Listen, we painted this way back. Listen, so often we think of the enemy, uh-uh, we think of him like that. And so that's what we're looking for. I almost scared the kids. I'll turn it back around. Listen, we think of the enemy in that way, but listen, he'll use some of the closest people to you because <laughs> all they got to do is say, ooh, watch, ooh, I got him right in front of everybody. Watch this, ding. Yeah, yeah, and then you lose your testimony and then because he knows exactly what but, button it is that he needs to, and he'll use your family, he'll use your friends, he'll use your co-workers, kind of get a witness in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Listen, to, to do it, and you got to be careful because what happens is when your button gets pushed, you'll fight in your own strength. Listen, but you got to be careful because you cannot fight. Come on, that's the first thing. I'm going to come back to it in a minute. But number one, do not fight in your own strength. Let me give you number two. Listen, number two, do not underestimate the power of Satan. Come on, I'm just going to go and say it. Do not underestimate the power of Satan. And listen, I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm going to tell you today, the power of the enemy is dangerous. Listen, the power of the enemy is dangerous. And I am so afraid that America has underestimated. Listen, the power of of Satan. Listen, because the things that we now call cute, they're dangerous. Y'all better listen to me today. I'm just Listen, the very things today that we laugh at. Listen, it is the power of Satan and it is dangerous. Watch what David wrote in Psalms 18. He said, he rescued me from my powerful enemy. Oh, y'all didn't see that, did you? Yeah, David said this. David said, he rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for too strong for me. Don't fight in your, don't fight in your own power because we have a powerful enemy. You have a, did you see what he said? He said, my. Did y'all see that word? It's still up there. He rescued me from my. Listen, every one of us has an enemy assigned 
Pastor, you're getting too deep on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Listen, every single one, we have an enemy that has been assigned to us. And I'm here to tell you that you better not fight in your own power and you better not underestimate the power of the enemy that has been assigned to you. I'm telling you, if you stand up in your own power against the enemy, he will knock your lights out. Come on. Listen, if you stand up against the enemy in your own power, listen, he'll hit you with depression. If you stand up against the enemy in your own power, he'll uppercut you in your marriage. Come on. If you stand up to the enemy in your own power, he'll knee you in your emotions. Come on, somebody. Listen, if you stand up against the enemy, he'll slap you where you are the weakest. Listen, you got to be so careful. We got to be so careful not to stand up against the enemy in our own power because he knows exactly where to hit you and he knows what to hurt you. Well, that's good, Pastor. Listen, he knows where to hit you and he knows what to hurt you. Listen, he knows what to frustrate you and he knows what to fret you. Listen, I mean, he knows. He knows your personal weakness. See, see, watch this. If you don't struggle with money, let's say that money is not your issue, then guess what? He's not going to mess with you with that. But somebody else, he's going to mess with them because he knows money is, is their problem. Listen, if you don't struggle with sexual tendencies, watch this. He's not, going to, he's not going to come after you with that. He's not going to go that route with you. Are you following what I'm teaching today? But watch, if you struggle with your mouth, <laughs> he's going to push that button. I mean, listen, if you struggle with your emotions, he's going to push that. If you struggle with depression, he's going to push that button. He knows exactly what button. They are. If you struggle with trust and betrayal, guess what? He's going to push that button every, every single time. He knows what you're struggling with. Listen, he knows. He knows what to push, and he knows what button to push in your life. And I want to teach you today, don't fight in your own strength and don't underestimate. And by the way, this is just a prelude to the message. Don't underestimate the power of the enemy. So how, how do we deal with him? How do we deal with the, with the enemy? That's what I'm going to say. How, how do we deal with him? How do we make him? How do we make him go? Watch this. Number one, so I told you that was just a prelude. Number one, listen, you got to know your enemy as well as you know your best friend. I didn't say make the enemy your best friend. Don't I made that very clear. No, no, no. I said you got to know him. Listen, you got to know your enemy like you know your best friend. Listen, you got to study him because guess what? He's studying you. Listen, you better study him because he is studying you. Watch this. He's watching your every move. You better watch his every move. Come on. The Bible says he's as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Listen, you better put your eyes on him and you better study him. Matter of fact, Genesis 3 and 1 says he's crafty, he's clever, and he's subtle. Listen, the Bible says in Revelation that he's the opposer. Matthew chapter 4 says he's the tempter. John chapter 8 says he's the father of all lies. John chapter 12 says he's the prince of this world. 1 Peter 5 says he's as a roaring lion. Matthew 10 says he's Beelzebub. Listen, that means the Lord of filth. It actually means the Lord of dung. I'm just going to say it. The Lord of doo-doo. That's what he is. Listen, the Bible refers to him as... The Lord of filth. Matter of fact, seven different times in the Word, it talks about him being the Lord of filth. Listen, John called him the slanderer. John said he's the evil one. He's the destroyer. He even called him a murderer. Watch this. Paul said he's the author of confusion. Come on, I'm trying to teach us a little something today. You know how you can tell if it's God or if it's the enemy? Is it a peaceful decision? Do you have, do you have peace in it? Listen, because only the enemy, God is not the author. The Bible says that he's not the author of confusion. So if the decisions you're trying to make or the voices that you are here are confusing voices, listen, it's not the voice of God. Just plain and simple. Just there. You got it. Okay? You got to study him. You got to know these things. The best way to discern, watch this, whether it's the enemy or it is God, ask yourself, is it confusing or is it peaceful? Listen, you better study him. 
Let you better study him. You better know him. Because guess what? He knows you. He knows you. Does that make any sense? Listen, he knows you and he's watching you. You got to know. Watch this. You got to know your personal. Isn't that what Paul said? My personal enemy. You got to know his schemes and you got to know his tendencies. You got to know his areas of attack. Listen, you better know the level of your devil. Come on. I'm just saying you better. You better know it. Practical word for you today. Listen, that's why Ephesians 6 says this. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. Come on, don't leave any of it off. So that you may take your stand against, watch this, the devil's schemes. Listen, did you know he is plotting? He's planning and he's scheming against you and against me. He's scheming and he's planning my downfall right now. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you. We ain't got to be scared of him. And I teach you to be scared of him. I want to teach you how to handle him. I want to teach you how to make him I'm going to teach you how to make him run. Let me give you number two. You got to know your enemy. Watch it. You got to know his enemy. Number two, you got to let God fight your battles. Listen, I know you think you're bad with your bad self, but listen, you better let God do it. Ooh, I'm circling your neighborhood. I'm going to pull in the driveway. Listen, you, you done tried it on your own. How that working for you? Listen, you better let God fight your battles. That's what James is talking about when he says, submit yourselves to God. Let me read it in the Message Bible again. So let God work His will in you. That is submission. Listen, submission is when you say, God, not my will, but your will. God, not my ways, but your ways. Isaiah said it. He said, your ways are above my ways, and your thoughts are above my thoughts. Listen, so you got to submit. you got to say, God, here it is. You have your way in my life. Whatever it is you want out of me, God, I give it to you. So let God work His will in you. Yell aloud, no, to the devil. Somebody shout no. And watch him scamper. Say a quiet yes to God. Yes, God. Yes, God. You, you ain't got to be loud. So say a quiet. I love the message, Bible. Say a quiet yes to God. And he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Purify your inner life. Quit playing the field. Hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious. Really serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way you will get on your feet. you got to let God fight your Listen, I remember in the book of Jude when the, when the archangel Michael was, was fighting against Satan for Moses' body. You remember they described it in the book of Jude, and, and Michael was the head angel. I mean, listen, Michael was the chief. He was the mac daddy. I mean, he was the strong, he was the strong, he was the baddest of the bad when it comes to, to angels. But guess what? When it came to fighting Satan, instead of fighting him, watch what he said. Michael said, Lord, the Lord God rebuke you. You know what he's really saying? Not, I ain't fighting you. Listen, I ain't fighting you. The Lord God, you know what? If you want to really scare the enemy, you just say, let the Lord God rebuke you. You ever have to do that? I mean, I'm telling you, sometimes I have to, I, I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Listen, I'm tell, that's, that's what the, the Archangel Michael said. He said, the Lord God rebuke you. Listen, but the enemy would much rather you fight in your strength than to use the Lord against him. He'd much rather you fight with your mind power. How long is that going to last? <laughs> He's going to stress you out and worry you to death. I'm telling you that he'd rather you fight in your own attitude than submitting your way and say, now, you know what, God, I'm going to let you fight this. You know what, God, I, they push my button, and God, I want to, I want to handle this. But you, you know what, God? God, I'm going to let you, God, I'm going to let you do it. So y'all better remember point number one and point number two. Watch this. Don't you fight in your own power, and don't you underestimate his power. Listen, David did it with Goliath. He did it with Goliath. Look, he looked at Goliath and said, you come with a shield and a sword, but I came. How'd I, I came in the name. He said, I came in the name of the Lord. He said, I'm not fighting this battle. Y'all remember 
remember that song we used to sing? The battle's not mine, said little David. Y'all remember that? Lord, it's thine, it's in your favor. Yeah, yeah, da David said, guess what, Lord? It is not my battle. It is your battle, and you're going to fight this battle for me. And y'all know Goliath had been whooping up on him for a long, long time. Everybody had tried, but it wasn't until David stepped up and said, Nah, I ain't fighting you. The Lord's going to fight you. Bam! And he went down on the ground. This is because he let the Lord fight his battle for him. Moses said it like this. The, the, Moses said, the Lord will fight for you. Watch what he said. You need only to be still. Ooh, y'all better hear that again. Ooh, zip. Watch this. The Lord will fight for you. I don't know who needs that verse. You better go and post it right now. You just need to be, you just need to be still. I love another verse that says, you need to be quiet. There's another version that says, so listen, the Lord will fight for you if you just zip it. Lord will fight for you if you'll just be Quiet. Let me give you the third thing. Know your enemy. Let God fight for you. Watch this. Number three, do not get distracted. Oh, y'all need to hear this today. Listen, do not get distracted because I'm telling you, one of the greatest strategies is to distract you. Listen, one of the greatest strategies of Satan is to distract you from God's assignment on your life. Listen, I'm telling you what the enemy wants to do is he wants to take your focus off what God is trying to do in your life. So many people start out strong and then they lose the focus of God and all of a sudden they're off in left field somewhere. Come on, somebody. Listen, God, you got to keep your focus on, you got to keep your focus on him. I've been watching these old clips. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, 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 my eyes teared up as I watched some of the clips and some of the people that I saw that was in ministry and just, I mean, some of the people that were so excited about what God was doing at, at free worship. And listen, I'm not talking, talking about people that went to other churches. Listen, this ain't for you. I'm good. I'm good. Let's, I help you find a church that is for you. I'm telling you, I will. But listen, I'm talking about people that just ain't going to church. Listen, but I look back at these old clips and it just, I'm telling you, just, it just, just broke my heart. As I watched some of them, I ain't sent some of some messages. I ain't going to lie. I sent a few messages. Watch this. I sent one. I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Watch. I said, I miss you in my ministry. The response was this. I miss you too. My life took a different turn that no longer involves church ministry. I was texting me yesterday. I don't know about you, but that's scary. Listen, that, that, that's scary. I, I, come on, I need to put this on repeat. One of the Satan's greatest strategies is to get you off of assignment. Listen, one of the greatest strategies of the enemy is to distract you and get you off of what God is trying to do in your, in your life. Ronald, you come on. I'm going to keep going, but you come on. As, well, I says, Satan dreads your total concentration. Listen, Satan does not like your total submission to God's plan because what he wants is he wants you distracted. My life took a different turn that no longer involves church ministry. Listen, Mike Murdoch says it like this. Mike Murdoch says when Satan wants to destroy you, he'll send a person. Oh, watch this. He'll, he'll send a person. And watch what he said. A person to distract your submittedness. Listen to me what James said. James says, submit yourself to God. Resist the enemy and he will flee. It's that sad, but sometimes you got to subtract whatever distracts. Sometimes you got to distract whatever it is that is distracting. Listen, Delilah distracted Samson. Bathsheba distracted David. The serpent distracted Listen, watch this. It was in my devotion. It said 400 leaders are mentioned in the Bible. 
watch this, 320 got distracted. Listen, only 80, you can do the math, only 80 finished well. So I stopped by to tell you, we got to be determined. Listen, we got to be determined. I'm not getting distracted. Listen, I'm not losing, I'm not losing focus. I know what God told us to do at free worship. Listen, I, I know what he told us to do here. I'm not losing focus on what God has has told us to do. Listen, without, without you, I'm going to do what God has called us to do. Listen, I believe God wants us to refocus. Oh, you're not hearing this word by mistake. You may be watching it on repeat later this week. God's not saying that you, you're not picking this up by mistake. God wants us to refocus. God wants you. Let's make it personal. God wants you to refocus. Just slightly. Listen, some of you just need a slight refocus. Some of you just need a whole new, God, I got to resubmit back to you because I've gotten distracted. Listen, I thought about it. Some of y'all wear your button. Almost like you asking somebody to push your button. You know what? Now whose driveway am I in? I'm just saying. Listen, some of you, before you leave today, you can be like, let's just be honest. God help us. God help us to refocus. Let God fight your battles. Don't fight in your own strength. Listen, know the power of the enemy and refocus on what God has called you to do. You got one life. This is it. And then the next life. But while you are here, we need to focus in, folks. We need to, we need to focus in close. I say, God, what is it? Let's submit to your will. Stand all over the house today. We open up the altar today. Listen, I'm going to be the first one to drop. I'm going to beat you down here this morning. I'm going to say, God, you know what? There's some areas i got to refocus in. There's some areas that I've tried to fight in my own strength. You fight my battles for me. I submit and I commit to you. Submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the enemy. He'll flee. He'll flee. He'll flee. Listen, then what happens is we get unfocused and he comes back and we got to do it again. Listen, honestly, I'm just going to be honest. And you, and honestly, you can submit and commit right there in your seat, but I'm telling you... There ain't nobody in here that ain't dealt with him this week. Stop blaming everybody else. Well, if my mama had it, my dad, no, no, stop. It's me. It's me, oh, Lord. Standing again, I need to refocus. I need to resubmit. You meet me at this altar today. Let's pray.